Welcome to Episode 40 of Southern Gospel Now, your weekly look inside Southern Gospel music. I'm Greg Goodman. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by SouthernGospelPrizes.com. Currently, you can register to win the Jim and Melissa Brady Prize Pack. There's also the Ark Encounter Prize Pack, offering two annual passes. The winner for that will be drawn January 1st. You can register and find more information at SouthernGospelPrizes.com. The Southern Gospel industry is planning a memorial service to remember loved Southern Gospel songwriter Diane Wilkinson. This is scheduled for Tuesday, December 14th, 2 p.m. at Hillcrest Baptist Church in Lebanon, Tennessee. The program will be filled with her best-loved and biggest hits, along with stories and tributes. Among those confirmed for the event are Greater Vision, Scott Fowler, Danny Funderburk, the Booth Brothers, Tribute Quartet, Danny Riley, Arthur Rice, Terry Franklin, Pat Barker, Tim Parton, and more. It will be a special time remembering this special lady the public is invited to attend. Rick Shelton, Vice President of Daywind Music Publishing, was a longtime friend and publisher for Diane and comments on her life and career. began with her first big hit was recorded by the Cathedrals on a project called Live in Atlanta in the early 80s. And that song was called We Shall See Jesus, and it became Glenn Payne's signature song. A few years later, uh, the Cathedrals recorded another live album, and uh, on that album they recorded Boundless Love, and that was her first number one song. Diane, through her life, wrote over 1,100 songs, and so many of them are well-known and classics in Southern Gospel music. Her songs are one contribution, but her life was the other contribution to our, our genre. She was the writer who continued the legacy that began in 1910 when Southern Gospel began. She carried it from the, from the last century into this new century. Again, that memorial is scheduled for Tuesday, December 14th at Hillcrest Baptist Church in Lebanon, Tennessee. Change is on the way for Wilburn and Wilburn. Beginning December 27th, the configuration will transition from a duo to Jonathan Wilburn as a soloist. Jonathan will have some musical help, which will add to his live shows. Traveling alongside me will be one of the greatest musicians I've ever had the opportunity to sing with, James Rainey. James Rainey's been known throughout gospel music for many, many years. He played with the Singing Americans, the Greens, the Hoppers. One of my favorites, Rusty Goodman. So come out and see me, Jonathan Wilburn and James. You know, it kind of is biblical, James and John, <laughs> we hope to see you at a Jonathan Wilburn concert soon. Congratulations to Brian Free and Assurance on having the number one song this week on the Singing News Power 50 weekly chart with What the Cross Really Is. Speaking of Brian Free and Assurance, we talked to Bill Shivers about his family's Christmas tradition. Well, the Shivers family Christmas tradition would probably not be an ordinary tradition for many, or maybe it might be, but my mom... She lives three hours away in South Georgia. And my wife, Michelle, her family, uh, they live about nine and a half hours away in Louisiana. So we spend uh, a good bit of time traveling during the Christmas vacation. I see my mom for a couple of days, and then we go see her folks for two or three days. And we wouldn't really have it any other way. Kelly Neelan Clark is profiled in the December issue of Singing News Magazine in the Five Questions feature. Kelly tells us about the best advice she's ever been given. The best advice I ever got was from my father, Rex Neelan. 
you know, sometimes we would sing to crowds that might have 50 people. And then the next night we're at uh, a concert hall and there's 2,000 people. So he always told me that no matter where we sing or how many people are there, if we're not feeling good or if something is kind of distracting us, he said, nothing matters but what we present to those people. So always sing as if it's your last opportunity to sing about the Lord. I think that's great advice. Amber Epinette Sanders tells us about writing 11th Hour's latest hit, Bring That Giant Down. Bring That Giant Down was a very fun one to write. Um, Me and my friend Kenna West, many of you know her, um, just a wonderful um, woman of God and a sweet friend. We sat there, and in a few hours, we came up with the song Bring That Giant Down, um, we had no idea what was ahead with COVID and different things um, happening with the pandemic. And uh, this song couldn't have come at a better time. And that's just how the Lord works. As we draw closer to Christmas, we love to go back to those wonderful Christmas memories. Tim Menzies shares one that he has. Silent night, holy night. I wasn't raised in the church, and one of my first Christmas memories after becoming a Christian was a midnight Christmas Eve service. We concluded with an a cappella version of Silent Night, and when we sang those last two lines, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at the birth, I became overwhelmed, remembering that Jesus voluntarily came down from heaven as the babe in the manger to save me. Merry Christmas. Connie Hopper offers us a holiday greeting. Christmas is wonderful. I've enjoyed it for a lot of years. We get together here, our family. We have a meal. We have a great meal. And then we open our gifts, if we have some. And... uh We're so thankful for the time that Jesus Christ was born, and we give those thanks. The Bowling Sisters have put out a Christmas EP called The Gift. The ladies say the song, Oh Holy Night, was kind of a stretch. Originally, like, I listened to the Mariah Carey version of the song. So when they told me they wanted me to do it, I was like, oh, goodness. And we were actually very under the weather recording this project. we were all sick. We had two days to record it, and so we were just pushing through, and this was the last song we recorded. and And we just... Caitlin <laughs> was at the end of her road, and I was like, you can do it. You can get in here. It was like the last 30 minutes of this. And she, she sang with all her heart, and I think it, <laughs> it gave really it everything. Yes. They definitely pulled it off in amazing fashion. John Duran Rousey's new Christmas project is titled Season for Believing. John talks about this idea of belief around Christmas. The word believe has been a big uh, trademark at Christmas time for the last few years. You see it everywhere you go, and it seems like the world's idea of believing is in the fairy tale part of Christmas. And that's a great uh, story for a child, and, and it feels good at Christmas time. But I think when people say believe at Christmas time, it's really good advice. But you can't put your belief or your faith in the wrong thing. Our belief is not in a fairy tale of Christmas. Our belief is in the Christ of Christmas, that baby that was born in a manger, everything that he accomplished, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. That's where we believe. That's it for this week. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by southerngospelprizes.com. 
If you missed any of our episodes, you can download them wherever you get podcasts or listen at southerngospelnow.com. I'm Greg Goodman. Love your neighbor, and I'll see you next week.